0: VR training platforms, like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International, are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on
1: real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash impact. Time now
2: for the College Football Inquirer with Dan
0: Watson. I mean, the IRS must hate bowl season because everyone's got their taxes
3: Pete Thamel. Would he ever be able to win at a level that he would want to and that his ego would require to? No. With S.I.'s
2: Pat Forty. God help me, I'm now lone wolfing Central Michigan. What is my (laughs) life coming
0: to? (laughs) Welcome to the pod part two of the bowl extravaganza. We got 18 more games to come through. How about that? Maybe more. I don't know. I got lost somewhere in a, in a sponsorship fog in the middle there trying to figure out what the uh, trans perfect was or something tax like that. Tax parts know. two and three. My <laughs> taxes better be so, t- I mean, the IRS <laughs> must hate bowl season because everyone's got their taxes right. I'm going to get double my income in taxes for the amount <laughs> of tax things
3: I've watched. Yeah, <laughs> signing up
0: for all of them. All of them. Everyone does my bowl. Everyone does my taxes. Anyway, we have, we actually have uh, Ivan Glasser, a podcast listener. He's a tremendous accountant. Farmington Hills, Michigan, Glasser and Associates. I highly recommend so there you go. <laughs> he also know is a big from... fan of Epic Athletes, if you ever go yeah. to Ivan for your 401 yeah, Listen, pretty... I'm just giving this, is, I'm not getting anything out of this. We're not getting anything from Tax Slayer, at least Ivan's a good dude. <laughs> <laughs> big Michigan fan, very excited. We're I excited. feel like anyway. we should let Pat
3: like, pump his Jimmer for debt book once in a while. There. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I did not time. mention
0: the books. I did not mention. Ma- but if you do, they're still available for Christmas.
3: <laughs> so mm-hmm. thank you, Pete. There's, there's anyway. no supply chain issues with the Steph Curry.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. I, get I have actually bought
0: like, them for my friend's kids. They, they, are, they are great gifts. So no. yeah, Thank you. See, in de- totally independent, unbiased <laughs> recommendation right there. I'm just trying to scrap out a living here doing a podcast. Come on, people.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, let's talk about a guy who's got plenty of money. We're going to get to the Bulls, and we're going to get to some of the results, which are pretty good. But the big news, uh, we, we adopted him as our favorite NFL coach because he really isn't an NFL coach, uh, Urban Meyer. Uh, that, that Our bit only lasted 13 games. Ties Bobby Petrino and Lou Holtz as the shortest tenures of uh, college to pro jumps. If I'm Jim Harbaugh right now, I am pointing to my NFL record and like sending a letter to Urban's pint house. Like just try. I mean, you've been trolled like the seven and O cafe, or like, like at least I won there. I went to Jim Super Harbaugh Bowl. was a good NFL coach. He's a very good NFL coach. Went to the Super Bowl with Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, uh, you know, like some guys get to the Super Bowl and it's like, well, yeah, he yeah, had this dude, this dude, this dude. Anyway, Urban is gone. He was fired. Uh, total disaster of a tenure. Every. It, it was like every negative quality of Urban blew up on him and every positive quality just didn't work. This could not have gone worse. The offense was absolutely atrocious. The defense was pretty good, but clearly lost everybody in that building. His coaches are are leaking stuff. Players are leaking stuff. Former players are everyone. Nobody likes Urban. So thoughts on Urban's demise. And then in our thing, it, could Urban come back to college? You know, He's going to say, I don't want to. I don't want to coach again. That's fine. He may not. But he's only 57, and he's told us he's retired or been fired now. This is his fourth time. Uh, one firing, three retirements. Could Urban is, is there a place for Urban back in college football? Pat, I'll start with you. Uh, yeah.
2: And if you didn't hear the Yahoo NFL podcast with Charles uh, Robinson last week, Dan and I buried Urban the day before Urban got fired. So we had a lot of thoughts on Urban then. I still... You know, look, we've all covered this sport long enough. Are you really going to tell me that somebody's not going to want to hire Urban Meyer? No. Does it actually happen? We'll see. I think it would probably depend what sort of level he will allow himself to come back at. If he thinks I'm only coming back for a Cadillac job, he might have a little bit of a rude awakening. But Bobby Petrino's coaching. Now he's coaching in the FCS level at Missouri State. Hugh Freeze is coaching, and he's coaching at Liberty after being in the SEC, but he's a better coach than both of those guys and arguably has less baggage, although he's got a pretty good amount of baggage at this point. Uh, (laughs) Acquiring bags, Yeah, yeah, he has acquired plenty. So I, I will say that if he wants to coach again, he will absolutely find a job. It's just a matter of what level he will see himself being able to come back at. I've, I've known a lot of coaches and seen a lot of coaches who thought that after getting fired or something goes wrong, well, I'll, I'll, I'll jump right back in at a really good spot. And then all of a sudden they don't get a job they want and they don't get another job they want. And it's like, what happened? It's like, oh, you got to realize you're a little bit damaged goods now. But Urban Meyer has three championship rings. He can flash.
3: People will look at those. Somebody will say, I'd like him to coach our team. I, I think obviously there, there will be opportunity, but I, I think he would be pretty foolish to go back. And I don't think that the way he won, be it at Florida, be it at Ohio State, I mean, Urban Meyer was the, the dominant force in the program and full on obedience to him and he being the full driving alpha was his way. That was how he coached. That was, that was who he was. Every, he was in charge. Everybody knew it, and everybody fell in line from Urban Meyer. And that is just not the way. I mean, he was not a college football coach that long ago, right? I mean, he, this was just Ryan Day's third full season at Ohio State, yeah. right? So, yep. I mean, it was not that long ago. The college coaching world has drastically changed. Now, could he come back and go to some metaphorical Colorado State and have success? Sure. Right like, no, no, no question. he's a he's a good football coach. people would people would want to go play for him. They'd go transfer to to play for him. He'd be fine. Would he ever be able to win at a level that he would want to and that his ego would require to? No, I don't think that option is available anymore. so I don't think he should come back. He was excellent on television. Like he was a really good TV analyst during his time with Fox. I, I thought he did a great job. The magic of being a great TV analyst, Dan Orlovsky does this too uh, on ESPN, is you if you can take complicated football things and make them simple and relatable. And he did that in, a, in, an, in an elite way. He had a nice way about him. But look, Urban's never going to be captain personality, but he really knows football and he, he really had a direct and concise way about it. And I think that's where he'll end up back if he's if he's in the public eye again or be back on television back some sort of role he liked Fox Fox liked him a lot so I would imagine I don't know if it's soon if it's next year or or, or when it is that that likely to be and neither side has told me this but there's likely to be mutual interest from both sides in uh in in reviving uh in in reviving that but just the level of if Urban is a college coach in modern days the the level of partnership it takes with the players right now. And that's really what it is with, because look, he wasn't around for the transfer portal in any, in any function that it is now. He was not around for name image and likeness in, in any way that it is now. Um, It's, it is just a radically drastically different world than when he uh, walked away from Ohio state. And because of that, I, I just think it would be, there would be an uncomfortable adjustment period with, a huge shearing spotlight on everything that happened that obviously followed him through the NFL. And uh, I just think it would be uncomfortable if he uh, if, if he went back in this modern paradigm.
0: Yeah, I mean, you started to see it at the end of his time at Ohio State when Nick Bosa got injured, could have come back and pushed himself back and just said, I'm done. I'm going pro, right? And I always thought that was a very interesting moment at that time. And and part of it was like, how is what is going on in this team? That was 2018. But he was like, yeah, I'm going pro. And it was really more like, that's just what kids are doing now. Like, all right, I'm out of here. There's less there's just less of it. So totally, it is a very different era quickly. Um, Urban was saying to the NFL Network, Ian Rappaport, oh, you know, people don't. uh, He's kind of insinuating that guys don't want to be. Coached as hard and stuff like that. That was part of his downfall at Jacksonville. is like, oh my, you know, roll your eyes. Like, you know, yeah, Belichick's just out there sitting in, you know, sitting in a circle, holding hands, singing campfire songs. Uh, <laughs> no one's getting coached at the, <laughs> the NFL right. level. Jim, Jim Harbaugh, John Harbaugh is a real nice guy. Mike Tomlin, oh, he's a peach. Um, <laughs> never raises his voice, you know, so it was a little of that. So it, 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 the game has changed a little bit on him. I I don't see it because of what Pete said. He's got to win. Like Urban's, I I don't think Urban's the guy that's just like, maybe in like 10 years. It's like, I just love coaching football and I'm going to take a job at, you know, a high school job, or I'll just take a small college job and be very content doing this because I just want a team, right? Like like Jim Calhoun, the old UConn coach, was coaching like D3 basketball the last few years, right? In Connecticut. Like he just wanted to coach he wanted to run practices. Okay, I don't see that as Urban because he's like, I'm going to lose. I, I won't win all my games. He wants. He's, he's an all-in guy. And that elite job, I don't see it happening. And one of the reasons I don't see it happening is what happened to Gene Smith, the AD at Ohio State. Gene Smith is, I don't know, Pete, you know, the AD is better than me, but as respected of an AD as there is in the country. Very respected, yeah. Gene Smith is a uh, top class. Yeah. Top, yeah, big-time AD and also just a big-time guy, like a class guy former Notre Dame player, like he, he's just, this is the epitome of AD, athletic director, right? Smart and, and, and ethical, all the different things. Gene Smith got suspended, caught up in the uh, Zach Smith situation that got Urban suspended, where Urban had the assistant coach who had, you know, been accused of all this stuff, regardless. If I'm a big time AD and I'm like, man, that got, Gene Smith got got like that. Like, I don't need this. Like you, you, you're taking risk on yourself with urban and Gene Smith could survive it. And I'm I'm almost a I mean, whatever. He got suspended. I don't know. I I don't even remember what they said he did or not, but it's like, nobody brings that up anymore because it's him. But if you're not that AD, you know, you could be gone. So I I think those at that highest level, there'd be great hesitancy. Like, okay, we can win with him, but man, this is going to be like white knuckling. I got to deal with this guy. Like, he wore out his welcome in Jacksonville. He wore out his welcome at Ohio State. He wore out his welcome in Florida. Do I want to do that? So I don't think he gets that great job where it's like, you know, uh, hey, SC wants them or Texas wants them. I don't think he gets that because those guys are going, hey, I can get someone. I can get the next one who plays, who colors inside the lines a little bit more. I remember when we talked about would he go to Notre Dame, like he would have been the worst hire at Notre Dame. He would have been a terrible hire. Notre Dame, you have to conform to Notre Dame. Right, right. OK, you don't sit there and Notre Dame sitting there like we got to. We'll take this guy. Like you don't sit there and say, all right, uh, we're changing everything here. You know, and that Golden Dome be much better if we could make that blue like that. You know, that's help yeah, that's, with recruiting.
2: There's <laughs> a five star from Florida who wants the dome to be blue. We need it yeah, to be blue. Right.
0: Yeah. Like That's not like nothing is happening there. So I don't I don't see it. I don't see it. Um, All right. We have had some bowl games go down. We're taping this on Sunday, December 19th. Yes. Uh, Get your shopping in. (laughs) Um, Start your shopping. There's nothing I hate more than people who say to me, people who know me, you got all your Christmas stuff done? Like, who are you talking to? Have I started
3: is really a better question. Exactly.
0: The reason they have that gift card display at Walgreens 24 hour (laughs) There's nothing like buying your seven-year-old daughter a Cabela's gift card because that's all that's left. Red Lobster.
1: <laughs> Red
0: Lobster. <laughs> Maybe you're getting into hunting. What? Where's the Barbie? Uh, no, no. Uh, that's why it's there for the rest of us. Don't tell. ask me whether I've got everything done. I've got nothing done. I was waiting
3: out the supply chain. You know? Yeah, <laughs> it's got to turn gonna be at like, some point. It's going to be, be my excuse
0: this year. It's yeah. going to be my <laughs> supply chain. I I, I was going to get you that diamond bracelet, but that, uh, no, <laughs> no one's going to buy it. Anyway, yes, uh, we've had two days of bowl games. F- fantastic. I mean, yeah. Look, if you listen to this podcast, you probably enjoyed them. There were a ton of great games. It was a lot of fun. I thought the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl actually played out pretty well. It was funny. It was lighthearted. Fantastic. Yeah. It was, it was a really the, like, good telecast, I thought.
2: I mean, the whole yeah. thing.
0: Yeah, it was good. The puking mascot yeah. actually worked. Funny how a guy who runs a late night show for 20 years is good at bits. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> That's a wonder. They did have a little bit of talent behind that operation. But the it was great. Part I thought of it, the Jimmy Kimmel
3: interview on the pod was when he criticized your bit.
0: <laughs> I know. I know. It's been driving me crazy. <laughs> Sully and I put that together at the very end. Yeah, I know. I just call it this. Sh- I was like, I should have done the two guys in a truck, Kalamazoo, visit Kalamazoo bowl, right? Or something like that. But no, I didn't. Anyway, I got ripped. Eh, that's why he's him. I don't have a bowl. I yeah. have nothing. He got sat it. around and, and thought about a lot more bits than you
3: and Sully have. You know what I <laughs>
0: mean? Yeah. He was like, this bit has got potential. Like, he kind of insinuated. This is not yeah. bad. But God, you guys are hacks. Absolute comedic. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, we are. He's like those
3: guys from uh, those guys from Yahoo wouldn't have thought of a puking camel going viral. No.
0: <laughs> Named Jimmy Camel. Yeah, no. Uh, anyway, quick thoughts before we get to dive into bull extravaganza part two. Uh, what stood out uh, from the last few days? And we had FCS semifinals. We had a division two title. Everything was going on. We had. Go ahead. Pete, what stood out? Say Boy. something nice or two about the yeah, first couple of days. I will,
3: uh, I, I will say something nice. Just uh, what strikes me is like the totality of it, right? I mean, I can't say I watched every minute of every game, but I, I would think that the, the the four of us combined logged a good amount of couch time. The last few days, uh, which stood out mostly to me, because we're all selfish on this podcast, were my terrible picks. The only thing I got right about the Bulls is you should never ever bet Bulls because they are like completely nonsensical and uh, and unpredictable. The uh, the win that I thought was probably the most impressive was UAB going to, going up against BYU. You know, a similar style D line O line driven program and, uh, and and pushing them around a bit in uh, in, in and scoring 31, UAB isn't exactly a uh, firecracker offensive program, and in and, and coming out and, and, and gutting out a, a tough win, that was a heck of a football game. And uh, I mean, that's the beauty of the Bulls. Like we probably don't sit around and watch four quarters of UAB in you know in a, in a normal time and with a uh, with, with a backup quarterback. UAB just like hung in there, went toe for toe. Uh, Tyler Algier, as, as as people know, we are big. Big fans of Tyler Alger on the podcast. He went off, and they sustained they uh, for BYU. The the talented tailback had a buck ninety two, and and UAB just kind of hung in there and figured out a way to uh, to to win the game. Uh, my two thoughts: first, I, I I give credit to Conference USA,
2: which has been folded, spindled, and mutilated in realignment again, again, yes. And the two teams that couldn't get out. Western Kentucky and Middle Tennessee both won as underdogs. Uh, Great wins. Very happy for the Hilltoppers. Bowling Green was hit hard by those tornadoes. This doesn't make that all better, but it's nice for those fans down there to have a brief respite to cheer on their Hilltoppers winning a bowl game. And they also beat Louisville in basketball right after that. So that was a nice uh, Saturday for Western Kentucky. Uh, But the other thing I want to touch on, Cooper Lega. Now, his name was pronounced like three different ways on the telecast. The Utah State third-string quarterback Mm. who came in. uh, Logan Bonner gets hurt. He's out. Backup is already hurt. This guy comes into this bowl game against Oregon State. Touchdown underdog. They're behind when he gets in the game. His first college pass, they go out and up. Double move to Devin Tompkins, a great little tiny wide receiver. who's had an awesome year. 62-yard touchdown. He should probably have retired right then and there, Cooper. But he kept playing, uh, made a bunch of very good plays, ended up leading them to uh, to this upset victory. He goes eleven of twenty for one hundred and seventy-one yards and two TDs in his first real college action. So I'm definitely saying something nice about him and the Utah State
0: Aggies. All right, I'm going to say something. I'm going small school, small, small, small sample, small school. I'm saying something nice about them. First off, Division two, huge win. National championship for Ferris State University beat Valdosta State, blew them out, dominating running performance. I think this should portend. This could portend something. Ferris State is a public school in Michigan. Valdosta State is a public school in Georgia. This is uh-huh. this has got semifinal I where, implications. I see where you're going. So, <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. it's as good as anything. Mm-hmm. Huh? Huh? Don't <laughs> don't sleep on. Ferris State is also from Big Rapids, Michigan, which I, I wish Ferris State was a D one because Big Rapids is just a great college town name.
3: Be a great dateline to have. Oh, I feel great pounding that in all caps in my uh, Microsoft Word doc. <laughs> big Rapids. They would
0: they would never lose a recruit to Oklahoma State like still water? We got big rapids. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to still water for? Is Where crap. is Big Rapids, Michigan? It's 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 there. It's okay. you don't you can't get there from here. <laughs> okay. Is it's it in really, the UP? It's amazing. You have no, the
2: snowshoe there.
0: No, it's not in the UP. It's in. A, it's like just I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> no one's ever been there. Dan doesn't <laughs> donate enough to to have the
3: geography department at UMass <laughs> give the full extent of. Michigan I'd like geography. I'd
0: like to congratulate Ferris State on winning, but I'm never finding out where you are. Is you're in the state <laughs> I live in, but I don't know. It's not near me. Not my neighborhood. Um, but congratulations on them. <laughs> on the side, then Division Three, Mary Harden Baylor won the national championship. They won the Stag Bowl. Mm, uh, oh, yeah. Big victory, 57 24 over North Central College. Uh, this is what stuck out to me. Now, Kyle King, three touchdown passes. Great job. 15 and 0. Alfonso Thomas, uh, two touchdowns on the ground. However, Keith McMillan, who kind of follows Division Three football for at D3 football pointed out, mentioned if you're easily amused, which I am and late to the party like me, which I am. um, Mary Harden Baylor has, (laughs) has two quarterback backup quarterbacks. One is named Jackson Tingler (laughs) and one is named Jackson Tingley. Oh, come on. This is true. Number (laughs) nine and number 11. One is from Round Rock, Texas. One is from Georgetown, Texas. They are not the same person. (laughs) Tremendous roster. <laughs> sophomore Jackson Tingley, <laughs> sophomore Jackson Tingler. I'm Is impressed that class? one of them.
3: <laughs> surprised the one of them. Same recruiting
0: being, class. Same recruiting class. Like, wouldn't you just be like, I'm not signing there? Like, wait. Well, we did sign another quarterback, but you'll just well, and he does have pretty much the same name as you. <laughs> D3s, man. That's the wild west. Were they born on the same day? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> They're not. Tw- I mean, I'm looking at the picture. No, not twins. Okay, but there you go. So, congrats to uh, the Jacksons winning winning the uh, Stack Bowl. Uh, they didn't play in the game, I don't believe. <laughs> uh, let me check that. Big
2: Rapids, Michigan is between Stanwood and Reed City on 131, a little bit west of Mount Pleasant.
0: Okay. Oh, okay. uh,
3: so it's up by oh. Central.
0: It's near Central.
2: Yeah.
3: yeah. Which mm-hmm. is not near anything.
0: Right. Right. Like. When you think of Michigan, you don't really think, you, don't, you know, first off, you don't really think of Michigan, but central part is not. And then near the central part is even less. <laughs> so anyway, congrats to uh, Ferris State. I do know some Ferris State people. I'm sure they were very excited. All right, let's get to these bowls. We got a whole bunch of them to get through. Uh, and this is where it starts getting juicy, right? Yes. Yeah, it's already been fun, but it's a pretty good matchups. So I was actually looking at this one minute of bowl prep. Not many. <laughs> All right, let's start with the Ticket Smarter Birmingham Bowl, which will be in Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, this used to be the uh, BBVA Compass Bowl mm. and the Papa PapaJohns.com Bowl, where one time they ran out of Papa John's. Remember that? The crowd <laughs> ate all the Papa John's. <laughs> a lot of angry fans who had shown up. Uh, and another time they made everybody sit on the same side like a movie set. To try to make it look good on TV. You could only sit in one side of the street. I think like half of Legion Field was condemned
2: at that point, too, or something, (laughs) you know? It's possible. It's possible.
0: The Birmingham Bowl is here. This is a dream matchup for the Birmingham Bowl. Houston Cougars, 11 and 2. Dana Holgerson and his mullet is there against the Auburn Tigers, 6 and 6. A little local action. So, game is at noon on Tuesday, the 28th. Uh, Auburn is given two and a half on bet MGM over under 51.5. I am going to take the Tigers, you know, the usual
2: this is one of those crap shoot bowls, but Dana Holgerson's record as a bowl coach, not great. The last game, the last time he covered the spread in a bowl game was the first one he coached in. And that was a decade ago. Uh, I know Auburn is on a four game losing streak going in, but they were awfully good, I thought in defeat against uh, Alabama.
3: I just think they're going to be the more physical team, so Auburn win cover. So I made the mistake during our first round of bull picks of researching and like taking the time to look at every game and find stats and good nuggets. and I didn't do that during the season at all, so i'm I'm going completely off gut. Auburn's lost four in a row. Houston's going to be motivated. Uh, Auburn's like just a little bit of a mess behind the scenes. Uh, and it's going to, you know, w- we turn into psychologists. Like this, this is going to mean a lot to Houston. So I'm going uh, I'm, I'm to give the Cougs to cover and win outright.
1: Auburn has six people in the portal and a lot of transfers. Not good for the Tigers. But that being said, I'm with Pat. Give me Auburn.
0: Tricky. Motivation to me is is on the Houston side. However, Auburn's basically playing at home, uh, and I do think there's a, you know there's a lot of kids in the state in state players would be kind of happy to play in Birmingham. I'm gonna go with Houston. though. I'll take the two and a half and do this. Uh, I think they're just a better team. I think Auburn Auburn gave it all up on on that Alabama in the Iron Bowl. That was their bowl game. So I will take Houston. All right, Serve Pro First Responder Bowl. Serve Pro is uh, a restoration company. Have damage to your house, and then the, I love the first responder bowl because it's impossible to rip. I mean, who is against our first responders, right? It's one of these people that listened to our pod criticizing the names of all the bowls and said, Try this, jerks, <laughs> you know, like first responders. No, we love everyone, loves them. Air Force first Louisville 315 uh on the 28th. Louisville is giving one and a half.
3: I'm just gonna go with the better program right now, and that's uh, and, and that's and that's Air Force nine and three this season just as solid and consistent as the as the day is long in these uh in these games. They're uh, they've won three straight. They've just kind of been steady, eddy, consistent, and they're gonna show up and are are, are folks really going to wanna be uh, particularly interested in, in tackling them for sixty minutes? I, I don't think so. So I'm going to uh, I'm gonna take Air Force and uh, let's hope they can tackle Malik Cunningham. Uh, yeah, that's I'm going with Air Force
2: as well. Uh, the three teams that beat Air Force have a combined record of twenty nine and nine, so they've they've lost to good teams. Malik Cunningham could be the athletic difference there, but I also watched Louisville get absolutely massacred on the ground by Kentucky, and guess who does everything on the ground? Air Force, leading rushing team in the country uh enjoy three hours of cut blocks uh louisville run defense and see if you still want to tackle i think not give me the falcons
1: yep i'm with you guys when you got a close spread you got to take the get, take the uh, military academy and and cut blocking for four quarters so go falcons
0: yeah i'm in mean, air air, air forces is, is a tough little bowl <laughs> that's not fun and they those guys are always motivated uh, Sully this used to be your favorite game wasn't it It used to be sponsored by Zaxby's oh my god yes
1: <laughs> yeah
0: the
3: best. I'm taking the over on the amount of drinks Sully had last night by the way it sounds like <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, Sully. I, was, I was I was chanting at a soccer game don't 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 put anything <laughs> on me Sully went to oh, the yeah, U.S. I don't national mean, team impinge
0: game. upon you the notion it that you might have had a cocktail at, on a Saturday night any
1: beers at the soccer game what are you talking about yeah
0: exactly <laughs> first yeah. off Sully don't take it like it was a negative no. yeah right <laughs> no <laughs> We're jealous we weren't there. Yeah, I know I, was, I know. I was drinking the Pistol Pete six-shooter whiskey that uh, – We did see that, man. yeah.
2: yeah,
0: Not bad. Not bad. If you want a good little whiskey and uh sport New Mexico State athletics, go Aggies. They aren't in a bowl, but they made my, the bowl contribution to me. <laughs> no, no supply chain issues in Las Cruces. So. No. Terrific work by Mario <laughs> and the people down there. Yeah, so I'll take, in, I'll take in, uh, Air Force on that. All right. Auto Zone Liberty Bowl. Mississippi State versus Texas Tech, 6.45 p.m. ESPN. Uh, how many? Oh, the Mississippi State is giving eight and a half. The over under in points is five, 5. Over under in number of times Mike Leach has served lawsuit papers in this game is uh, 1.5. No, that's not a real odd. Maybe it is somewhere. I don't know. Should be. Uh, Obviously, juicy if you love old pettiness, which I think Mike Leach does. We love him for it. One time, Texas Tech coach was fired, obviously. Uh, He's back uh, with Mississippi State and has a chance to try to curb stomp uh, the Red Raiders. Sully, you can go first.
1: Yeah, this one's pretty fun, obviously, and um, you know I think the motivation's on the state side. Sonny Cumbie coaching for Tech is already—he's gonna—he's got one foot out the door to go to Louisiana Tech, so I don't—I don't know if there's gonna hold a whole lot of game planning on that side. So give me—give me the pirate with all his—all the his stops are gonna be thrown out out the door on this one. He's gonna try to win it in Memphis.
2: Yeah, I, that's a win and cover for Mississippi State, number three passing offense in the country against the number one hundred and eighteen passing defense. Nice. Qu- from Leach, I've got great memories there. About Tech, they still owe me for 2009, the last time they won nine games. So maybe they'll deliver the check. So we'll see what happens there. <laughs> yes.
3: I, I give Mike Leach credit; he has wanted his Texas Tech money as loudly and overtly <laughs> as any coach who has felt spurned about this. Like as soon as this bowl matchup happened, I was like, "Oh, Leach is going to go back on that. They didn't pay me, Hobby Horse. Oh boy, yep. oh boy." Um, <laughs> Yeah, like this isn't going to be one of those games where they're up, uh, they're up six, and there's thirty seconds left, and they go into victory formation in the red zone. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: No, no, throwing in the
3: end zone. They're throwing fades, baby. Um, (laughs) I also think it is a just gross mismatch. Uh, You got a program that's in tatters. In Texas Tech right now in terms of transition, uh, coaches in, coaches out. I give Texas Tech credit for rallying and making a bowl considering their coach was unceremoniously uh, offed in late October. But I have a hard time seeing that program as their coaching staff is scattered, uh, just getting it together to beat a very good Mississippi State team. Mississippi State's, actually, you know, they, remember they trounced NC State early in the year. They hung 41 on Auburn in that comeback. I, I see a, I see a crooked number start with a five next to Mississippi Ooh. State's total in this game.
0: Mississippi State had a, it's, it was just like a crazy year. I mean, they, they beat, they won at Texas A&M and at Auburn. Like, and you said, they beat Kentucky at home. They beat uh, NC State really well, you know. So it's just sort of like this weird season where they had some great wins, but they also had some tough, Tough losses. Ole they miss. should have lost
3: Louisiana Tech. Remember that game? They're down yeah, twenty-one one yeah. in the fourth.
0: Uh, they're going to be up, and I, I think the reason this is eight and a half is because of spite. But I don't think that Vegas properly uh, has has understood the spite. <laughs> <laughs> the the desert desert man doesn't know petty.
2: Vegas with the
0: spite underestimation. A man with with the tens of millions of dollars living in the um, living in Starkville, Mississippi. It still want some bucks back from right. I don't blame him, actually. <laughs> he did the job. Uh, yeah, he's gonna that This uh, gotta take Mississippi State on that. Uh, all right. Uh, San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. See, now we're really into like these. This is a bowl. Get to go to San Diego. You got a couple DCS, kind of these, yeah, it's interesting matchup. Uh, UCLA versus NC State, prime time, 8 p.m. Fox, one of the few games that's not on ESPN. North Carolina state is giving one and a half over under 59 and a half. Uh, we'll start with you, Pete.
3: Yeah, this is a, uh, this is a, this is a really good, uh, this is a really good game. Um, you got, you got two programs, kind of strength on strength. UCLA's revival has come through their, uh, really their O line in their, in their, in their run game. And, uh, NC state has really been stout on, uh, in both trenches, uh, during Dave Doran's time there. I, uh, I'm going to take uh, NC State in this game in in part because of the just really underrated season of Devin Leary, their quarterback. Uh, he had 35 touchdown passes, five interceptions, and has just quietly been as good of a quarterback as we've seen anywhere in the uh, in in the country this year. State will have more ability to move the ball through the air than UCLA, which obviously DTR is a dynamic presence back there, but they're limited in the uh, in the pass game. So I feel like State can do enough to stop the run and uh, Leary can hit a couple over the top and they will eke out a victory. Uh, I'm going to go the other way. I agree. Good game,
2: fun matchup. Good QBs, Dorian Thompson-Robinson against Devin Leary there. But I'm going to take UCLA uh, a little more balanced offensively. NC State can't run and I know you maybe don't need to against that UCLA defense, but I still think the balance is important. UCLA is a little better on third down. UCLA hasn't been bowling in four years, so their fans may actually be excited and show up. It's close game for them. It's iffy whether they'll show up, but they may. Both fans? So I'm gonna, yeah, both. <laughs> I'm taking UCLA. Uh, they're they're getting a point, I believe, here. So give me the Bruins.
1: I'm with you, Pat. DTR is going to run on the ground on an average NC State rush defense. Petco Park will be rocking with two UCLA sissy blue shirted fans in there. Give me UCLA. <laughs>
0: California love. I'm 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 taking UCLA too. Pete goes lone wolf against this guy. How about that? Against this guy, huh? I always He's get been the on chip the NC State. Pete counter-programming himself. All right, guaranteed rate bowl. Guaranteed rate bowl. West Virginia versus Minnesota. Ten uh, fifteen on ESPN. That's what we need. The ten fifteen <laughs> on a Tuesday night game. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> First game at noon. Last one starts at 1015. Minnesota's given four and a half. It's just and a it's Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh West Virginia's Letty Brown has opted out. Uh Minnesota's given four and a half. Uh yeah, I think Minnesota big
2: here. I, I I think they're the better team. The you mentioned the Letty Brown opt out. The 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 Gophers uh have a a, a one other hidden advantage here. Kirk Shiraca. They've rehired him. Previous to that, he was an offensive analyst on West Virginia's staff this season. So they're going to get the optimum scout on what's going on. And they've are just they're they've been a better team this year. West Virginia consistently inconsistent all season. Offense has failed to fire quite a bit. Minnesota defense pretty good.
3: I think Minnesota wins this big. My indelible Minnesota bowl memory was when they dump trucked Auburn. Uh, a couple years ago, in the uh, in the in the Outback Bowl, it, and they also just housed Georgia Tech a few years before that in the in the Quick Lane Bowl. That is a way to say the boat will be rowing in uh, in in all the right directions. I was going to bring up the Kirk Straka point. That certainly that is certainly, if nothing else, going to be in the heads of the the West Virginia staff. They're going to have to have all new signals. Uh, that's that's certainly just a if nothing else, a giant inconvenience. And West Virginia has just been a kind of a giant bucket of mediocrity this year. So I think Minnesota will be able to run the ball against the Mountaineers and, uh, yeah, row, row their way to a victory.
1: I'm with you guys. Last time Minnesota was on the field, they beat a, a damn good Wisconsin team, and they got the ninth-ranked rush defense, tenth-ranked pass defense. That's a stout D uh, for the Gophers. So, yeah, play the points.
0: Uh, Gophers, no question. Uh, I just think they're, they're a little better than they, they got it all working right now. Uh, so I'll take Minnesota. All right, Wednesday, December 29th, 11 a.m. Pete, I think we know where you're going to be. The Wasabi Fenway Bowl. Will you be there? Now, Dan, you used to
3: work at Fenway Park. Have you ever associated Fenway Park with wasabi?
0: Well, it is not (laughs) sponsored by the Japanese horseradish that we all All love. See, this is what makes it worse. It is not even. That would have been weird that wasabi, a horseradish, a Japanese horseradish kind of concoction, which is would, great. Uh, I like spot- Wasabi, but I like Wasabi too. Maybe you'd like Wasabi Technologies, Inc., which is an object storage <laughs> service provider based in the United States. It sells one product, an object storage service called Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage. I don't know. There you go.
3: I prefer my cloud storage cold.
0: Yeah, well, I wanted spi- <laughs> spicy, spicy information storage. Very spicy. Have some water nearby. Milk. Too much wasabi. Not, no, you can play football there when I work there, but they do do a good job, and hey, what the hell, right? Are you going? It's SMU versus Virginia. Virginia's given two and a half. SMU's got a couple opt-outs, Reggie Roberson, Danny Gray. Go ahead. Your choice. So, you know,
3: as my retirement options go, and look, I'm only
0: (laughs) like
3: 24 years away from that happening. um, You know, (laughs) my goal is to be – my goal is to be the grand poobah of one of these bowls and take advantage <laughs> of all the corruption, Dan, that you've spent so much time <laughs> diligently chronicling. Now, the Boca Bogor- Raton Bowl had been a favorite for a while, but now right in my backyard, you know, mere four miles from me is this, is this Fenway Bowl. So, like, I, there's options here for, uh, for, for my retirement. Uh, you know, do you think they'll have, like, obnoxious green blazers for the, uh, for the Fenway Bowl? The green monster, you- yeah, Are there even right, Fenway maybe. Bowl people? like I don't even know if they if they
2: exist. Also,
0: get rid of the field goals. Okay? You should have to kick it over the green monster. You should set like <laughs> if it's going to be a 45-yard field goal, they should have calculated the similar distance and then set like just be like, "Okay, you got to kick it from here." You could you could calculate that. To get the MIT kids to figure it out and then they stop the game, reset and kick it into the monster. That's how they should do this game.
3: Brilliant. So I'm I'm going to let the bidding start for for my retirement services to be the corrupt bowl grand poobah. Um, between the Fenway Bowl and the uh, the Boca Raton Bowl, it was sad not to be there this weekend. By the way, look looked like a nice day. I'll take uh, <laughs> I'll take SMU. Oh, wow.
0: okay, SMU.
3: Uh, my
2: my hope is that you know a few years from now, Pete is taking baby FAMIL out to the Fenway Bowl to sit in the stands <laughs> and say, let, let, "Look look at this grandeur of bowl game festivities." Uh, we'll see if that actually happens to see if the bowl game's still around in a few years. Uh, but th- this game's the ultimate crapshoot. You got interim coaches all over the place at, you know, at SMU, J- Bronco Mendenhall's coaching his last game, you got players opting out. I think two good quarterbacks. Uh, but I think, uh, Virginia probably has a little bit more on the ball in terms of motivation. Send Mendenhall out on a winning note. So I'm taking the Cavaliers to win
1: and cover. Yeah. I have no idea either. So give me, give me the Mustangs.
0: Man, I I can't believe you guys took SMU. Bronco Mendenhall is, like, an awesome dude. We didn't get a chance to talk about Bronco Mendenhall, a retire because it was in the middle of, like, just so much was going on. But, like, his players love, they love him. Like, he is a quality guy, a leader. He's kind of, like... The reason we didn't talk about him is because he's everything you want out of a college football coach, and so we don't pay attention to those guys. <laughs> <laughs> I think Virginia is going to play their ass off for Bronco, and he would be disappointed I just used the word ass. That's the kind of guy he is. Like He's like, I'm retiring from football because there's better things in my life to, to purpose the last end of my – Bronco Mendenhall, they're taking him out. They're carrying him off the field like he's David Ortiz. Like, this is, the, this is a big night. Virginia is winning this game. No problem. I got no problem. Okay. Classic baseball It's a big morning, game. actually, because it starts out Big laughing. morning. Well, <laughs> big and morning. this is the situation. A lot of chapped-ass Red Sox fans are going to find out that they played the JV warm-up game to the New Era Pinstripe Bowl at Yankee <laughs> Stadium. <laughs> Once again, the evil empire trumps the Red Sox and gets the game after. 215. They could do the same thing. Kick the bowl. You got to kick it over center field. You get an extra point if you dunk it off the Babe Ruth statue in the little Legends Pavilion, whatever that little thing they got. Pinstripe Bowl, Maryland versus Virginia Tech. 215. Maryland is giving one. This would be a good regular season game. All the fans would get hyped up. Hey, we're finally playing, like, right? Kind of a local rivalry. They should be playing this thing at FedEx Field or something like that. Instead, no one's going to show up for this. Virginia Tech has five starters out. You do opt out, and obviously they don't have a co- they have an interim coach. So good times. See, Yankees, see what you get. Red Sox get Bronco, you get this.
2: <laughs> Pat, who are you picking? Uh, I'm taking the Terrapins. This is another one that's pretty much a crapshoot, but Talia of Vailoa to Rakeem Jarrett, big time pass-catch combination against a suspect defense, and that's enough for me. Terps
3: win by like, I don't know, five. When you call it a crapshoot, the shoot part may be generous. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, this is just a hard game to get excited about. Um, I, uh, yeah, I've, there's there's a few when I. Two six and six teams. Two six yeah. and six like, teams. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> when in doubt, go against Pat. So I'm just going to take Virginia Tech. <laughs>
1: Yeah, both these teams suck at covering too. So I, I don't think <laughs> I don't think either. Can I, do I have to pick this game? Oh my yeah, god, that's, that's the problem. Oh, give me Virginia Tech. Why not? Yeah, I'll take the Hokies. I think
0: the uh, god, at one point. I mean, come on. I'll take Maryland. I think Maryland will do all right. I'll take Maryland. Cheese at Bowl, Camping World Stadium in Orlando. Uh, you probably could have had some people predicting this would be a national semifinal before the season. Clemson. Against Iowa State, see how the water does down there for the Cyclones. Two disappointing seasons, but they can make something out of it at the end of the day. Fun game for 5:45 that day. Clemson is giving one point. The big one, Brees Hall for Iowa State is out.
1: Oh, Brock Purdy's still playing. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the Cyclones. The care factor is gonna be a little bit bigger there on that sideline than uh, than Clemson. And and Tigers got to replace basically everybody on that on that staff. So give me. The the clones.
2: So you're saying Brock Purdy playing is a good thing?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Wow, laughs> Get the yeah, salty portion. <laughs> <laughs> Pat definitely
3: picked Iowa State a few times and lost this year. That's yeah. <laughs> you think?
2: <laughs> you think? <laughs> 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 against Iowa back on September eleventh, when he was thirteen of twenty-seven for one hundred and thirty-eight <laughs> yards with no touchdowns and three interceptions. Yeah, yeah. See, that, that's against Iowa, Iowa State though. that
1: game. I was. Just, uh, I was Pat, I was who did you get machine? most
3: irrationally angry about yesterday uh, while watching that beautiful buffet of Saturday games? Was there anybody who uh, who, sh- who struck your ire? I'm trying to think. Early, who was it? Early on, it oh, was App State. I
2: mean,
1: just pathetic, just yeah. a,
2: embarrassing display by the Apps. Yeah.
1: But (laughs) anyway, no, I think that lone wolf, that was one of two lone wolves on today. Thank you guys. You're welcome.
2: I, in this game, look, yes. What's going to happen. I mean, we got Iowa state players in the portal. We've got Brees hall opting out. We've got coordinators leaving Clemson. I don't know, but I think Clemson finished the season feeling a little better about themselves. They felt terrible about themselves most of the year, but by the end they were playing pretty solidly uh you know this was a team that w- won their last five games so and including taking out uh, wake forest so i i i think they have a little bit of at least internal momentum even if they've got no coaching staff that's good enough for me
3: clemson the one thing i've been clear about in these bowl picks is don't bet on bowls because it's stupid but if you are going to bet on bowls i would bet on clemson i mean just look at the talent mismatch like clemson's won five in a row iowa state sputtered around all year they're going to have Little run game dimension with without Brees Hall, I just really feel like Clemson's kind of hot. They they're you know there's going to be basically auditioning for new new coordinators on each side of the ball, but just the talent you know pick the team with the better players, right? It's not that complicated.
0: Absolutely, Clemson won five in a row. to beat South Carolina thirty to zip. William Christopher is under the under fire. He's going to rap. No one <laughs> motivates like William Christopher. Sweeney, <laughs> Coach Sweeney. Uh, if they he wins, Dan may business. learn how to pronounce his name. This I will season. not. I will not. <laughs> the Valero Alamo Bowl, San Antonio, 915 on the 29th. Oregon versus Oklahoma. OU is giving four and a half. Pete, you go first. Whew.
3: This is a little bit like that Fenway bowl where like you have to do all the calculus in your head of who's gonna be, who's gonna be coaching, who's gonna be playing. And then yeah. you uh, you try to do it. This is a heck of a game, you know, in in, in so many uh, in so many ways. I'm going to take Oregon in this game. They're getting uh, they're getting four and a half points. They have a very good defense, and Oklahoma has melted. Against stiffer competition, especially on the defensive side of the ball this year, obviously Thibodeau is not going to be playing. But I just feel like there's enough talent in that Oregon program where, and there, there's some hurt pride from just getting ragdolled by uh, by Utah. This is going to be a better matchup for them. They can instill some will, and I will take the Ducks.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. I, I mean, this yes, this is why you don't bet on bowl games. This game, I mean, there's just interim, interim, everything, everywhere. <laughs> But in uh, a lot of star players who aren't playing, motivation, total jump ball. But I think Oregon was just a better team all year. Oklahoma was not a very impressive team. Uh, and I, so I'm taking the team that was better all season. Give me the Ducks.
1: Give me a motivated Oklahoma team under Bob Stoots, maybe. No, Kayvon Thibodeau, Caleb Williams gonna be tossing it all over the yard. Give me Oklahoma. Almost am Sully. Boomer sooner. I think
0: they'll uh, they'll do all right.
3: It's Bob that's stu a- sees Urban Meyer coming for his job, so he's motivated.
0: Don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, don't gamble. What is Pete's line? Uh, Apple, Apple stock, which Apple is at like yeah. all
3: time highs in the last week. By yeah. Way yeah
0: yeah it all struggled
3: right, it's a good earlier one. in the year josh schaefer from yahoo finance was on my tail mid-october because apple stock was slumping and he said actually people will be doing better betting your picks but apple stock's gonna win in the
0: end D- don't don't bet on college kids yeah it's christmas time everyone's buying them all right two six and six teams battle of carolina north carolina versus south carolina i think i mentioned once steve spurrier wanted uh, when anytime these two play the winner gets to use the term carolina football
1: well, they're both using was... it because that's what the end zones are painted in the belt.
0: Yeah, both are named Carolina football. It's like the it's like the Mary Harden-Baylor <laughs> backup <laughs> quarterback room. <It's> like two <laughs> Spider-Men pointing at each other, that thing. Anyway, <laughs> the winner gets doused in Duke's Mayo. Both coaches have agreed, I believe. Game is at uh, in Charlotte, which is, sits on the border of North Carolina and South Carolina. Who will throw the game so they don't get hit by Mayo? I would. Is really... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> what do what do we got? Uh, the spread is North Carolina seven and a half. Given seven and a half over under is fifty eight. Eleven thirty a.m.
2: Yeah, spread's a little too big. Sam Howell's gonna play, so I think that's enough for North Carolina to win. But I don't. I think given more than a touchdown is too much. So I will take the Gamecocks to cover under Shane Beamer, who has had them
3: playing motivated football all year. Well, full circle for Sam Howell. Remember, he started his career as a true freshman starter against South Carolina in Charlotte, pulled off the win, started his great career. Um, boy, another game with no conviction. I'm going to take North Carolina in part because, when in doubt, disagree with Pat. Um, in part because I don't think South Carolina is going to be capable of stopping uh, UNC. Like UNC is going to score, especially with Sam Howell with Sam Howell playing, but. My God, don't put your hard earned money on Mac Brown, especially this season, because North Carolina has been allergic (laughs) to tackling and they have, they have, this been a huge disappointment. So, other than on signing day, keep your money away from Mac.
1: Uh, This is a bean pot special right here. South Carolina is terrible. (laughs) Sam Howell's (laughs) going to throw for 5,000 yards this game. Take the heels.
0: Uh, I'm taking North Carolina, uh, if only because I want to watch the Mayo on, I want, I want this. (laughs) Also, Brown South Carolina is lost 30 to zero. I mean, like every, uh, Shane Beamer did nice work this year. They won some games, but let's not get uh, let's not get too excited. Let's get here. Rattler eligible. Make this thing a shootout. Yeah, Ooh, that'd be fun. That'd be good. They Would should be, be allowed to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Trans music city bowl. Transperfect is a translation service. You translate perfectly. Um, okay. Okay. I did not think that had mass appeal of a bowl game, but whatever uh sully your vols are playing in nashville como tennessee se dice versus-
1: vols by 100 <laughs>
0: okay we already know sully's pick, so we're gonna move on <laughs> that was They're good playing purdue all right tennessee all right. is giving uh giving four over under a 63 and a half we have it in multi bilingual sully has done that uh pete who you got
3: but Purdue's had a nice season um Loftus is not playing, I assume, Pat. Yeah, Carloftus
1: right. and Bell are and both David out. Bell.
3: Oh, and David Bell aren't playing. I mean, if you take Purdue at that point, that's just a lot of faith. I, I do think these are two fun offenses. This will be an aesthetically pleasing game, but it's hard to uh think Purdue will slow down Tennessee at that point. So I'm gonna uh I'm gonna take the Vols in English. Yeah, a lot of points, vols in any
2: language. Uh Hendon Hookers had a great season and purdue's defense is vulnerable their two best players are out i think jeff Brom will have all kinds of crazy stuff to do they'll be it'll be fun you know they'll he'll have every trick play in the book out there uh and watch milton wright he's their next big play receiver he's had a quietly good season and he'll blow up after david bell
0: is out but tennessee wins covers falls win recruiting helps in this because it gets some fans out this momentum around the program at at, at tennessee it's basically a home game so i am uh I am taking the Vols. All right. Tony Purdue the being Tiger. good again is
3: helpful because we can call Pat the fourth Brom brother. We haven't used that bit in a while. So. Yeah, I know. When right. the, when the really fourth need... Brom brummer is going against Purdue, you know we're in trouble. <laughs> that is true. That is true.
0: <laughs> Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl down in El Paso. Washington State versus Miami. 2 p.m. CBS. Miami's given two and a half. Good times. Who stays out of the bars of Juarez is the key to this game get any reports you'll know to bet the other team
2: pat who you got uh my figuring is that the hurricanes are more likely to end up in the bars of juarez uh and <laughs> washington state kept their coach they made their interim coach jake dickert the full-time guy so i think they've got a little bit of cohesion and continuity that miami is lacking here they did have max Borgie opt out but what the
3: hell cougars Miami in a not-so-beautiful bowl location amid a coaching change. I mean, the, the motivation has to be extremely low. So, And look, Washington State, man, they did a, that program deserves a lot of credit. They did a really nice job rallying through just a, 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 just a brutal situation with their coach getting uh, run out in the middle of the year. Uh, they rallied for Dickert, and they'll do it again. Uh, so look for Jaden Delora to uh, tee off on that Canes defense.
1: This is, this is a weird stat. The three times that Miami has appeared in the Sun Bowl, it's after they fired their coach. So, uh, not, <laughs> yeah. Not, yeah. Inter-
2: interim coaches all three times. Solid, stable program. Yeah. Not, not a good spot for the Canes.
0: So let's go, Cougs. Who is El there? El Paso coach? is. Doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, Luther Campbell is the interim coach.
2: <laughs> Might as well be <laughs> with, with Nevin Shapiro. Uh, yeah. Wiring and plays, Could be special
0: teams. Yeah, yeah why not? <laughs> it's got K- um, R- Yeah, El Paso is a beautiful bowl lo- location, especially if you're from Pullman, Washington. They're gonna love <laughs> it down there. Washington State uh, is gonna win this game. SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl Distribution. Okay, that's something I'm thinking. Vegas, uh, Wisconsin versus Arizona State, ten thirty at ESPN. Oh, ah, yeah, is the drunk fest thirtieth. Tired of sitting around all week. Wisconsin's Pretty good drinking fan bases, seven. by the way. Different climates, yeah. but but there, there's, some, there's some dedication effort. there. Yeah. If I don't know how many are going, but they'll 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 per capita. They're going strong. Wisconsin's given seven over-unders 42. Arizona State's without its top two running backs. Pat.
2: Uh yeah, I don't know, man. I, I Wisconsin's had a better team, I think. Better season against a tougher schedule.
3: Uh Paul Chris is a pretty good bowl coach, 6-2 and in bowl games. Give me the Badgers. Arizona State lost to BYU. They lost to Utah. And they lost to Oregon State among their four losses. They have lost to teams that have been able to punch them in the mouth. Wisconsin will punch you in the mouth. They will stay defiantly, Wisconsin. And they will win uh,
0: big. So I will take
1: the Badgers. Yeah, this looks like it's going to be all Badgers. Give me Wisconsin.
0: Uh, I'm taking Wisconsin, no question. Good team. Decent team. They'll, they'll do fine. Uh, Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. This is technically a New Year's Six Bowl, but it's on the 30th. Because why not? 7 p.m. ESPN. Uh, it is redefining the paradigm of December 30th. Uh, Michigan State versus Pittsburgh. Kenny Pickett versus Kenneth Walker. Nope. Not happening. Uh, still two very excited teams to play in a game of this magnitude. Michigan state's giving two. Sully. Who you
1: got? Oh man. You love Chick-fil-A. All right. I do love Chick-fil-A. Uh, I think the winner in this is the Chick-fil-A sauce, the, the best sauce <laughs> um, out there on the market. No, I, I, I don't know. I, I think Michigan state will be able to, uh, to beat up Pitt's defense a little bit, lay the two points, go Spartans.
2: Yeah. Uh, I think Michigan State without Kenneth Walker is probably better than Pitt without Kenny Pickett. And I'm sorry that Pickett did not take the opportunity to throw for like 550 yards against that Michigan State secondary, Uh but he didn't.
3: So give me the Spartans win cover. I think the over on this game would be the uh, bar tab of the Chick-fil-A bowl officials the day they found out that both Pickett and Walker weren't (laughs) playing (laughs) because boy, did that drain some juice from this game. I'm going to take Michigan State. I think pound for pound, they're a little bit better deeper program right now but this thing's going to be a slog now uh it'd be fun to see how Pitt can really focus uh, and get the ball to jordan addison who will be the best playmaker in this game he'll be a he'll be a first team all-american uh wide receiver next season he was a first team all-american wide receiver this season he's a he's as fun of a skill player that Pitt has had since larry fitzgerald so it'd be a nice showcase for him but i think michigan state can do enough to slow this game down and slog it out i do not see this being an aesthetically appealing football game.
0: This one would have been a lot more fun, obviously. Pickett and Walker are both fun players to watch, but I can't see Pitt without Kenny Pickett doing this, so I'm going to take Michigan State. A uh, running back is not as valuable as a quarterback, and everything ran through Kenny Pickett on that team. All right, December 31st, Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. Okay, she so still have not listened to all the other tax opportunities. <laughs> <laughs> if you're holding out. Games in Jacksonville. Wake Forest versus Texas A&M. 11 a.m. <laughs> All right. Uh, A&M's giving five and a five and ms a half. Over-unders 58. None of the Texas A&M recruits they just signed are allowed to play. I'm going to take Wake Forest.
3: Uh, I just feel like this is going to be a Super Bowl for them to go play an SEC team. And uh, they have one of the most dynamic offenses in the country. Obviously, Texas A&M's defensive coordinator, Mike Elko, is now at Wake's rival, Duke. And I think with uh, there, there'll just be enough chaos there to allow Wake Forest to, uh, to, to run its offense. Wake Forest has SEC-level receivers, um, and I think Sam Hartman will be in the thicket of the Heisman Trophy conversation next season. Uh, he, he should have been in it, at least on the periphery, this season. And, uh, you know, Wake Forest will bring back most of that offense It'd be very good. This is a really important building block game for Wake Forest because they could really start if they finish this season. Eleven and three, they should really start in the top 20 next season. And, uh, you know, they will be one of the ACC favorites as odd as it is for us to rewire ourselves to think of Wake Forest in that way. I, I think this offense is going to be good enough where they have to. Uh,
2: yeah, I'm taking Wake here. Uh, I mean, Nobody's at Texas A&M other than Jimbo Fisher. Two of their best defensive players have opted out, DeMarvin DeMarvin Leal and Leon O'Neal. Zach Calzada hit the transfer portal. Their quarterback is Blake Bost. He's lifetime stats, two for seven for 18 yards with an interception. Advantage Sam Hartman, advantage Wake Forest, Deacons win.
1: Oh God, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Aggies and pray that Haynes King is healthy by this by the by kickoff. Mm. Yeah, hey,
0: Haynes King ain't good, coming back for this, dude. Good use of prayer. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's getting worked back into practice <laughs> right now. You know, I was gonna pray for the kids at the cancer ward, but I'm gonna pray for a And being able to cover. Maybe Johnny Manziel will come back too. Oh, yeah, he's got one more year. Brian Tannehill may be back. You never know. Like, the only thing I can think of for a is that the players all know that they're going to lose their job to the incoming recruits, so they got to <laughs> play their ass off. But I don't think so. That doesn't normally work. Wake Forest, uh, you're going to give me five and a half. I'll take in Wake Forest. All right, the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl. This game is on Barstool Sports. It's not on television, so you can watch it on Barstool Sports. Kind of surprised they kept the Arizona Bowl name. Barstool normally – not as uh, subtle with their sponsorships. This should just be the Barstool Bowl, right? Like, what are we doing? Like, we're trying to honor the, the the sanctity of the Arizona Bowl by keeping that thing in there. Anyway, Central Michigan versus Boise State, 2 p.m. on December 31st. Boise is giving 8.5. The over-under is 55. Pat. eight and a half just
2: enough to get me to take the chippewas i think i don't have any conviction about it really but they're the hotter team they finished the season well they have the nation's leading rusher lou nichols the third finished the year on an absolute tear so i'm gonna say he carries the chips to the win here fire up chips cover the spread May may i don't know whether they
3: win or not but they're gonna cover the spread well, last time I took Boise uh, as a favorite in this point range I had the bad beat of the season when I had them for the lock of the week when Wyoming scored a meaningless 68 yard touchdown on a slant as time expired to Cover the spread. Not that I remember that very vividly or anything. Sitting up watching <laughs> Petros Papadakis on FS1 at one you in the brought morning. Brought it up
2: three times now on the pond.
3: I think it's still eating at you a little. It's unbelievable. It's like you ate a poison. <laughs> I could have been twenty games over five hundred, um, all of which I'm giving away in this bowl season. Fast and furious. Uh, I'm taking Boise. Uh, I'm, uh, I've watched enough MAC teams get ragged all round for me to uh, for me to just to, to go with the team with the better players.
0: Fade the MAC. That's right. Fade the MAC. Let's go, boys. All right. Um, I, and so central Michigan, we now know was near uh, Ferris State. So they might be a little jealous that the Ferris guys over in Big Rapids (laughs) opposed to Mount Pleasant. I just like to say Mount Pleasant is flat as a pancake. There is no mountain there. It's (laughs) a lie. It's an absolute lie. Good skiing. Like someone's going to show up with some skis one day. Just be like, I want to ski Mount Pleasant. Yeah, have fun. It's cross country. Uh, I'm taking Boise uh, anyway. I think they're just a better team. Eight and a half a half's an awful lot, though. But, hey, 2 p.m., 31st. Good game. God, God
2: help me. I'm now lone wolfing Central Michigan. What is my life <laughs> coming to?
0: <laughs> Fade the Mac. Max 0-3 as we speak. All right. That is our that's part two. We're going to have part three because we got January 1st games. We have the other New Year's Six games. There's also games that are not in the New Year's Six that are actually played in the new year, like, it the tax act, Texas Bowl become a new year. I don't know. We'll also do the real games that everyone's fired up about the actual national semifinals. So we'll be back. But appreciate you slogging through this. This is enough. I think everyone <laughs> have a happy holiday weekend and we will talk to you later.